And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi, everybody. This is Deanne Smith. You may know me from such podcasts as Questionable at Best. This week is very exciting for me, you guys. This week was born from just a chat at a bar. And those are among my favorite podcasts where you're just talking about something, you're super enthusiastic, and then it has to happen. So you'll see what it is. It's all about Punky Brewster. That was a that was a very upbeat way to introduce that. It's all about Punky Brewster. I think I need a new podcast all about Punky Brewster. Do you remember Punky Brewster? You may not. Let me tell you what. If you don't remember Punky Brewster, easily solved by a Google situation, it's not even about remembering, really. It's about, did you know Punky Brewster? If you knew Punky Brewster, you remember. So the question is really, have you ever heard of Punky Brewster? And if you haven't, this is well worth your time. Google it. But you don't even have to Google it. Just listen to us recall the joy, wonder, and somewhat disturbing era that was Punky Brewster. I think you guys are really going to like this one. My guests this week, it's difficult to say the word guests into a microphone and enunciate correctly. Guests. Guests. You guys try. I'll give you a pause while you try to say the word guests and not sound insane at that part where it goes S-T-S. Why would any word have that combo at the end, S-T-S? I, get there, I guess there are a lot that do. But maybe we should have started saying guestesses, <laughs> like breastesses. Your guestesses are my breakfast. Okay, we're moving on. I didn't plan on quoting Jay-Z in the intro to this. My guests, my guests this week are Allie Hector and Evie Smith-Carter. I asked these people how they wanted to be introduced to you all, and they wrote back to me with nonsense, really. Evie wants to be introduced as in the same cluster as Allie, and I believe that's a Sense8 reference that I don't fully understand. And Allie wrote back and said something about, yeah, that's good. You could also call me a queer about town. You can say that I have resting nice face, that I'm cynical, and that I'm drunk. So... That's them. You, they're very fun people. You can follow them at Twitter. Why don't you do that? Head over there. Make that happen for them. Allie's at QPDX. That's right. So I think I think it's about being a queer in Portland. QPDX. That's what that reference is. But she's well worth following. Very fun stuff. As is Evie. Evie, you can find at Evie Smith Carter. Do you know what? Don't jump over there now. Listen to this episode and then decide how you feel. You're going to feel like following them. Oh, and speaking of Twitter, you guys... You little champs, you've made it happen for the old questionable at best Twitter quest at best. We now have upwards of 60 followers. I believe last week it was in the 20s. So I'm calling that a win. I'm calling that triple the amount. Can we triple it again? I don't know. Are you listening? Is it important to me that you follow the Twitter? It is in as much as I wouldn't mind if the world reflected the popularity of this podcast. And I believe that it's quite popular considering the amount of emails that I get from you lovely people. I love you lovely people. Who sent me an email recently? Hang on, let me look that up. Well, do I even have to look it up? You know who you are. Oh, I can think of your whole name right now. Your name's Joanne, and you're from Norway, and you sent me a beautiful picture of you and your friend 
in ladybug shirts. You called her a gal pal. So I don't know if you meant that romantically or sexually, ironically or not. So when I said friend right now, I wasn't trying to sound like your grandmother. Oh, your friend. I don't know. I don't know what she is to you, but you both had matching ladybug shirts. And that's all she needs to be to you, Joanne. You guys are amazing. Thank you for the picture. If any of you want to write me, and you should, you can reach me at deanne at nomoradio.com. I love reading your emails. You guys are quite fun. Also, follow the Twitter. What's special about the Twitter? Quest at best. What's going on over there? What's good about the Twitter? Why should you follow it? How is it different from this? It's just extra interaction and good times. I put a link over there to a blog post that I wrote in 2009 about Punky Brewster. About the refrigerator episode in particular, I had a lot of feelings about it in 2009, and I continue to. The fun thing about that post is that all the references are very 2009. I talked a lot about Lindsay Lohan. Did you guys know about my short-lived project? You probably didn't, because no one knew about it. Sarah Quinn and I had a really amazing Tumblr called lindseedlohan.com, and it was um, vegan recipes and gossip about Lindsay Lohan, and it was pretty great pretty great. I just watched Mean Girls the other night. Is that coming across right now with my Lindsay Lohan obsession? And I keep saying Lindsay Lohan. Probably no one says that. How do we say it? Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. I don't know. Do we say it anymore? We don't because we're sad about what's happened to her. It's not her fault. Anyway, I'm hoping for the best for her and um, for me ending this intro at some point. So I'm going to end it now. I don't think there's anything else you need to know. I'll talk to you again at the end of this episode. You guys are the greatest. Thank you for listening. Guys, let's uh, do this. Yes. Are you ready to do this? I'm ready. My my life's been leading up to this moment. The question is <laughs> that's how I start them all. How has Punky Brewster changed your life? Was that the your or what was the question? Yeah, it was I think how has Punky Brewster changed your life? Okay. I.e., how has the lessons that Punky Brewster has taught you yes. shaped your life? Okay. And let's start with and what we need what we need to do here. I'm here with Evie and Allie. Hey. I will have I will have talked about you in the intro, I'm sure. Um, what is Punky Brewster even? I was just say, first of all, for her to have influenced your life at all, you basically need to be between the ages of 31 and 39, I think. You, you think it's even that big of a window? No. No. <laughs> uh, well, 30 well, and I, I'm at the 35. upper end of that. I don't know where you guys are. I'm 34. We're both 34, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's a five-year range? Yeah, I think it's a five-year range. Oh, interesting. Does, who has a phone at the ready, by the way? Allie, you're going to be Googling at some point, like, when the series happened? Oh, 1984 is when it started. You know this? Yes. Okay, I was eight because years old. Evie does her homework, unlike me. Well, no, it was, a, it was haphazard, haphazard, but I did see today, 1984, when it started. Okay, when did it end, do you know? Mm, when she got pre-pubucent, however you say that. Pre- <laughs> you know, she was a preteen. She was a, she was a tween, t- teenager. When she got pubes? <laughs> no. No. no we, all, we all know what Punky Brewster got that made her not be able yeah, to. Yeah, what's it called? Her. Gigantomastia? Is that what it, is that's how you pronounce it, do you reckon? Sounds right to me. Guys, I just read the blog post. I didn't actually okay. research the word. We're going to get back into it, but Punky Brewster was played by a real-life person called Soleil Moonfry, who later ended up with... It could be called gigantomastia, which is severe and medically troubling enlargement of the breasts. Evie shaking her head. I mean, me and my A-cups over here just don't even know what to do with that. <laughs> Slash, I remember that being like a topic of conversation in the 80s when she got reducted, but like feeling like so, like a little bit unjust, like some of that could have gone to a good cause, A.E. my check. <laughs> Wait, really? Because I'm happy to give you some. Yeah, okay. Can I do an exchange after the podcast? Yeah, just put that in the Tupperware container before you leave. 
<laughs> here's some here's a strange anecdote about Soleil Moonfry and her giant breasts. My brother's 11 years older than me. He moved to L.A. in his early 20s. And then, I don't know exactly when it happened, but I do remember at some point he called me up because he knew that I used to watch Monkey Brewster and was like, I was at a party, Soleil Moonfry hit on me. She has huge breasts, like before it was even a thing. And it was like really wow, disturbing to me. Die. My childhood hero had fallen. I would die. Yeah. Punky Brewster. I don't think me. he followed through. He certainly didn't tell me that he followed through. Opportunity missed. It, I was like thinking all day, like maybe was Punky Brewster my route or was it Alyssa Milano and who's the boss? Like uh, I can't quite remember who was who because it kind of. Your root as a human being or as a queer? <laughs> my gay root. My yeah, gay root. That's what I I'm constantly like, I'm like, was that it? What could it, what? That's a really interesting. Was that a Punky oh, Brewster episode? <laughs> for sure. It was Trini on 3-2-1 Contact, but I was about four. <laughs> I love 321 contact. You guys really lit up. I like the Bloodhound Gang, but they scared me. They had scary adventures sometimes. They got trapped in the back of a van. Scary adventures like going to find a spaceship (laughs) with naked men. (laughs) I mean, are we going to talk about that? (laughs) Do you want to fill in our listeners on what happened on Tuesday? I mean, where to begin? We were at the gay nude beach, and some naked men that I can't tell if we're gay or not told us about a spaceship. Were I think. Well, let's just use queer because that encompasses a lot of different things. Fair enough. They were at the they queer were drunk beach. Is what they were. Yeah, Charles and Mike, and uh, and they wanted to show us a spaceship, and we made lots of friends along the way. Lotus Bottle Caps was one of them. Someone named Lotus Bottle Caps who offered her sake, and um, Steve had vodka, and a uh, good time was had by all. We found a, a spaceship, which I saw pictures of, and I'm I'm actually like, is that a spaceship? It's hard to know. It is very hard to know. Somebody saying that like a hippie couple wanted to like live the rest of their retired lives on it and then they crashed? Yeah, Charles' story didn't make a lot of sense. He said that some hippie couple built this so-called boat, which seemed to be made entirely of concrete and shaped like a spaceship. Then he sunk... Then somehow it floated back to shore. So the government wants sense. us to think that it was just a hippie couple. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what's. Going I think on. Lotus Bottle Caps an alien, guys. I saw pictures. I'm not convinced she's human. I think Lotus oh. Bottle Caps is my root. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you just became gay two days ago. Yeah, I've been faking it this whole time. Fake it till you make it is what I always say <laughs> for 38 years. All right, let's get back to this Punky Brewster right. thing. Who may have been your root? I think she was a lot of people's root. She was at least my fashion icon for most of my life. I mean, if you want to go back to the fashion, basically, I have dressed like Punky Brewster my entire life, and I kind of still do dress like Punky Brewster, like denim jean vest and a tie around jeans on my leg. Like, I can see that's that. That's pretty much my uniform. It was definitely my uniform in college when I wore a vest every single day for like two years. Yeah, Like jean vest, uh, rainbow, mismatched rainbow socks, bandana, bandanas. Around the knee, like under the knee. That was a thing. No, I like literally started wearing that in the club in like 2006. I believe it. You <laughs> killed it in 2006. <laughs> I know. Those, thems were the days. But guys, we need to explain to people that don't know, how can we patch together this Punky Brewster thing? Who and what is Punky Brewster to the people that weren't in the five-year window? All right. So uh, there was a lot of great television shows that didn't make a whole lot of, like the pretext <laughs> didn't make a whole lot of sense in the 80s. Like Silver Spoons, really still not sure how that happened. Just some rich kid. Family Ties, okay. Growing Pains, pretty sure it was the same show as Family Ties. And then you had Punky Brewster, which was like this girl who was adorable who her mom left her in a mall? Backstory, her mom left her in a mall. We never saw the mom. We just saw... She got abandoned in some kind of a shopping center. But this was a sit... 
calm yeah, for children. For children. That is the funny thing because if this was like nineties, it would have been like mom would have been on crystal meth. She would have come in and out. I mean, there would have yeah. been like it would have been like a whole other issue I mean, thing. My mother always threatened to sell me to the gypsies, which is obviously terribly like racist thing to say now, but it was just like, oh, you're bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell you to the gypsies. Yeah, so, that was a threat. Yeah. Yeah, so she was a, a spunky, fashion-forward young child with a dog who... Brandon. Uh, Brandon, who uh, lived with an old man. Uh, Henry. Re- relationship unknown. Did he, like, just pick her up at the mall? Like, what was the... She was... Here's the thing. Do you remember her friend Cherry? I do. Okay, so her friend Cherry... Punky was, like, living in this apartment building, but maybe just, like, in the stairwells or in some Oh, abandoned... I think she was squatting in the attic. Yeah. And Cherry was, like, giving her food and stuff. Cherry was her little buddy. And then Henry, some old guy that lived in that same apartment building. Was he British? Or did he just have a very regal accent? I was trying to remember that today. Oh, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that part about it. Can you say that one more time, please? Punky? I don't remember that. He just adopted her. They went to... Remember, they... She had a social worker like in episode one or two. Yeah. And the social workers were always like the horrible people, which my mom was a social worker and was like, I'm going to not let you watch this show. Really? No, she had one kind one. Because I remember like being sad that when there was like some lady social worker. But then somehow the state just gave Henry. (laughs) Oh, you're an old man with no kids. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You're not a pedophile. (laughs) And then he made her room really cool because she slept in like a flower cart, didn't she? Yeah. She had a flower cart and... Now that I'm thinking about it, was he just poor and crazy? Why did she sleep in it? It seemed cool as a kid. I don't, but, and yeah, it was like a little, like there was like kind of a canopy situation, but she did have this frog phone. I know I was talking to you about this the other I night. I forgot about this. Okay. So the frog phone, which I was like obsessed about all things Punky Brewster and like in her room and was like wanted, I wanted to be in a flower cart. Um, but I found the exact frog phone at a garage sale when I was like maybe a little too old for it to still be cool and had that thing for years. I don't even remember the frog phone. So what? was it shaped like like which part of the frog it was like a frog like it was like a frog and then you opened it like the belly and the rest of the body was separate so the rest of it the body was green and then the belly was white and then you'd it would rivet when it would ring no and you'd open it up and you'd put it up to your face you're talking like into the belly yeah huh I don't remember this but your face is lighting up you're very excited I wish I knew where this phone was (laughs) oh my gosh yeah but how would how would we use it now Stumped, stumped, hashtag stumped. You just have it. You just have it in your home, like a For conversation n- piece. Nostalgia. People would be like, "Hey, is that the phone from Punky Brewster?" And I'd be like, "I know how old you are." All right, Punky Brewster. So, how did she change your life? She may have turned you gay. She may have turned me gay with her fashion-forward, spunky attitude. But she, every episode was a life lesson. Th- there were tons of lessons in Punky Brewster. Every single episode. So, I mean, we were. I mean, I'm sure we can deep dive into any of these. Some of the epi- some of the life lessons I learned included. Uh, one, learn to read or you, somebody might die from drinking something they shouldn't drink and you won't be able to help at all. That's true. She had a friend over that pretended that he knew he or she. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. I think it was a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Pretended that she knew how to read, but she didn't. And that really came back to bite her in the ass. Was that before Mr. Yuck? The Mr. Yuck stickers? Oh, Mr. Yuck. Mr. Yuck. It, it might have. It, it taught you about poison control and it was a, it was a green yeah. face with a tongue like sticking out that, that had a number on it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that, this might have had a Mr. Yuck on it, but the thing was, she couldn't even read enough to figure out how to call poison control or how to do anything. What? She, she couldn't dial the telephone? Someone almost died. 
Not punky, but one of punky's punky little friends. Yeah, I remember like she's on the phone or something, and she's trying to sound it out, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> oh, you remember that much? I like it's always that like those so the funny. really awkward, horrible like the moments that they're trying to drill into you so you don't make bad life choices. I remember all those moments yeah. from the episodes. Well, this is how this podcast was born because we went out the other night and we just I don't know how we started talking. I know about I was wondering that it was was it you? Was it me? Was it you? I really don't know how it first came up, but. Then you were like, remember the refrigerator episode? And I was like, do I ever? I wrote a blog post about the refrigerator episode in 2009. Let's talk about the refrigerator episode. Allie, do you remember the refrigerator episode? You know, I mean, I vaguely remember it, but what's kind of funny is that, like, the refrigerator episode was supposed to teach you about, like, you know, not crawling into the refrigerator. But, like, you know, 15 years later, Indiana Jones, is his life is being saved by crawling into the refrigerator. So TV is really sending us some mixed messages. Right oh, now. I actually don't know Indiana Jones. Here's the thing. Here's a cultural failing on my part. I've never seen Indiana Jones. None of that? None of it. Can we do like a live tweet of that some other time? <laughs> when I'm watching Indiana <laughs> yeah. Jones? Sure. That would be a lot of fun, actually. I'm like, the second one's my favorite. Um, the refrigerator. Was scary. It was the, it's the it best was so one. Scary. Best one. Yeah. Um refrigerator episode they're playing hide and seek there's like a group of six or so ch- child yeah and cherry's involved cherry <laughs> she's so cute yeah cherry was really um good. and uh sh- some kid decides he's gonna be real sneaky hide hide in the like abandoned refrigerator that's in there maybe they were poor yeah there was for sure an abandoned <laughs> there's like a refrigerator in their like backyard of their apartment complex? yeah there was definitely what? a refrigerator <laughs> Was there maybe some commentary around why that was there? I don't know. But then, remember yeah. how Punky had that cool bathroom, which was really just a refrigerator <laughs> with Wait some needles minute. in it you weren't supposed to touch. Um, no, so some kid like hides in it, and then somebody opens it up, and it's like kids blue. And then they like they. I think this was not only like a don't hide in a airtight <laughs> lock situation, but maybe learn how to do CPR lesson yeah. too. I remember being like, I need to learn how to resuscitate people. But I remember being terrified of refrigerators yes. after that, and not just like I won't hide in one, but like, oh no, refrigerators trying to kill like me. Like if we were playing hide and go seek, you'd be like, okay, you can hide anywhere, but the refrigerator. Yeah. That was like a real rule. Refrigerators <laughs> are real dangerous, and that that particular episode really stuck with me. So when you said that the other day it blew my mind because i don't think i've ever talked because i think it was like the most out of all the lessons that were on that show don't do drugs love your body you know everything you know trust your social work whatever else it was your social worker (laughs) the refrigerator episode was i have to say a legendary but b it was legendary because it was ridiculous yeah (laughs) of all the lessons if an old man wants to adopt you say yes (laughs) i mean annie had already said yes right yeah. I mean, how many how many tropes do we have of, like, old men adopting little girls? Well, there's this definitely is... Annie, which I'd forgotten about. Good work, you. A lot of... Different Strokes was an old man just adopting two young men. Two black kids. <laughs> that was... <laughs> he had a daughter, though. So oh, he did have a daughter. The old men in my life have never been so magnanimous. Just saying. <laughs> Evie's making a face. I feel like I'm making that emoticon face that's just like all like straight teeth. Which you sent me today. It's your favorite emoticon. Embrace the awkward. All right. What else did we learn about Punky Brewster? What else did she teach us? I remember the, um, well, A, like uh, dogs are cool. Wait, dogs are cool. But this is what I was stuck on. Before you said love your body. I don't remember specific. Oh, she has a cousin. 
Which doesn't make sense at all. It doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> Maybe it was, if somebody comes and visits her. Okay. Or somebody, there's something, and this girl is a little bit heavier, and there's some drama with that, and then the only thing I really remember is, like, the end of show reveal, where they do the, the lesson reveal, and um, she, like, self-cared or whatever, and wasn't overweight anymore but she had like a padded shirt on that said punky power and like she was like came back to visit punky and then lifted the shirt up and like pads fell out and she was like yeah punky power like she she like lost weight yeah that's so weird (laughs) (laughs) but you did bring us to the very important phrase of punky power which i had forgotten about until today (laughs) when you texted me punky power because part of the idea of the podcast everyone was to do zero recon zero research so this is always like come to mind yeah like memory ali how how on the tip of your mind was punky power you remember not not at all i don't know i like i have a i know that's not a phrase by the way for like the zeitgeist of the 80s but as far as like specific things i i don't know like i mean i was just about to start singing like the reading rainbow theme song but i don't remember anything else right now okay but you did tell me today that you dressed up as punky twice in your life that's true i had um i had punky brewster sneakers when i was a child and then were they sold at like punky brewster sneakers yeah no they were yeah tm really yeah and then and so I was Punky Brewster for Halloween when I was five, and then I was Punky Brewster for Halloween once again in my twenties. And then you just lived the life and in two thousand and six. I mean, I mean, maybe I was really Punky Brewster every single day, but yeah, but it was so it was an easy Halloween costume. Speaking of theme songs, can we break down the Punky Brewster theme song a little bit? I'm, yeah, let's do this. How much do you remember? Well, I mean, I did. I you refresh my memory, and then somebody at work today, when I told them, I was like, "Yeah, Punky Brewster podcast." They like pulled up the theme song, and I was like, "This is weird." Could we <laughs> sing it? Like, can you do the middle part? Because I can't remember I can't, the melody. I know. I know it started like this. See if this rings a bell to you guys. Say, why don't we? Why don't we find it? Real Should we find it and play yeah. it for everybody? Yeah. All right, let's find it. Theme songs in the '80s were very long. Oh my gosh. Oh, just a little unkind. Don't know. Oh. <gasps> George Gaines. Oh my gosh, you guys. Turns my world around. Yeah, they're teacher Mike. (laughs) What an adorable little. I have to say, the, the end animation was very kind to Henry. (laughs) <laughs> it really was he looked like uh the prince at the end of beauty and the beast <laughs> like, oh my goodness <laughs> the theme song picks up in the middle yeah. but for a children's show how does it start maybe the world is blind or just a little unkind don't know they just leave it there <laughs> i feel like i have like a little like emotional churning after watching it's the actual lot. like with the video i had um, not seen that video in possibly 30 years yeah she was a real cutie. Speechless. I see why it was popular. I, I want to make comments about 
foster parents and I just don't know where to go with that. Can you Google just Punky Brewster? There's a whole show. Let's get some Wikipedia information about it. How popular do you reckon it was? Very popular, right? We only had like two channels back then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we never, I mean, I don't think my family had cable. I didn't have single, cable. Single, single, uh, single mom home. I was going to say I, I had a single mom home too, but, but we did have cable because like that's, that's what we had was cable. Oh, can you buy it? Is, when is it going to be on Netflix? That's oh, what I want to know. Oh my God. Cause like Gem and the holograms on Netflix. Well, we did legal in Portland and if Punky was on Netflix, I could spend a day <laughs> just doing that. I, what I found interesting was that she was so young when the show started and she, they didn't twin her. You know how they usually yeah. have twins play all the younger children's Labor parts. laws were different back then, I, I guess so. <laughs> She's pulling like 15-hour days. Yeah, because even on... Well, I mean, she was a foster kid. I mean... <laughs> oh, right. Her mom abandoned her. That's not real. <laughs> I wonder if she had like a really horrible show mom in real life. I don't know. Let's find out. We need to find out more about Punky and then about Soleil Moon Fry. Not much else happened with her. She did Punky Brewster and that was it. She wrote a book called Get the Party Started. Did she collaborate with Pink? (laughs) (laughs) Themes for get-togethers, hands-on, crafting ideas, food ideas, and how to do it all affordably. And organic. (laughs) Get the party started with Soleil Moonfry. So basically, she's... I mean, she never went down the coke hole of most 80s. (laughs) She didn't go down the coke hole, as far as we know. (sighs) I just feel like she could have done more. I mean, she probably got typecast or like, you know, people just wanted her to do punky and she just really wanted to expand. (laughs) And it broadened her horizons. And more than just punky. <laughs> Let's talk about what a, what a cool kid she was. What was her whole deal? She was smart. Yeah, she was smart. She was very kind. And actually, I will say, to, like, to be like, to take it down to a serious notch. Yeah. That was always something that I was like, the punky power thing I actually took pretty seriously as a kid. Because I was like on the young end of the punky fan spectrum. Tell me what punky power means to you. Punky power, I think, is just like being kind, being kind to others, being mean to bullies <laughs> or, <laughs> or stopping was it like she did everything on her own like yeah. yes she like found a foster family but like she did it on her own and like took care of herself kind of a lot and she, she took just, care of herself and brandon yeah she was not only a self-made woman but she was a single mom she was a single mom <laughs> self-made woman at the age of six <laughs> i don't remember her being particularly kind like i wouldn't have thought of it but you're right yeah, and that's the main lesson that you took. That's very cool. Yeah, no, that she was very kind to people. Yeah. And I have to tell you a story about how I met my my best friend, who I, which I told you the other day. I didn't have any, like any real friends till I was twelve. Yeah, my best friend was like a like live incarnate of punky power. Oh my gosh! So her name's April, and I met, we were on the same bus route, and I just moved to this neighborhood, and I was like really intimidated by her because she was really cool. She had like older sisters. Well, one of her older sisters actually is autistic and um, like high functioning, so you don't realize it. But um, so she's like really like protective of her, of her sister and like other kids who might have some like mental handicaps and these stupid boys we were getting off the bus started throwing rocks at this kid with down syndrome really and they were you know these boys were like twice as big as us and april hops on the back of this huge kid and starts beating the shit out of oh him oh my gosh i'm like i want to be best friends with her and it works <laughs> we have same values that's very cool <laughs> yeah factoids and it said they did a very special challenger episode which <gasps> i cannot remember no. but that's sounds- about the challenger i do movie? remember i have like a vague recollection because i was like astronaut everything challenger horrible yeah but i think i do remember there being like the rocket exploded and punky was like sad and like 
There was like sadness. That was hugely, that was a hugely influential and traumatic event for kids because we were all watching that at school. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were all watching it in school and like my mother was a teacher. So like it was especially traumatizing for her. It was like, you know, because yeah, all these kids, it was like the kids just like looked to the teacher. Yeah. Like, yeah. What happened? I mean, it was, the teacher was, was on it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a teacher on it. Yeah, that was there was a Challenger episode. Wait, how did you just put that away? How are you where where did it go? You're like there was a Challenger episode, and then you just threw the phone away. Tell us more about it. Yeah, yeah, there there animals, are a lot oh, of animals all over really us right want now. To talk about Punky Brewster. They're being real cute. this dog is being real cute. <laughs> Roxy, do you have some feels about Punky Brewster? She was traumatized by the Challenger. <laughs> she turned her nose. She up. turned away. Oh, Guys, if you could see, Roxy is being like a pre- like a circus dog that's praying right now. What are you doing with your paws? <laughs> I have a tissue I put on her. Do you really? <laughs> she looks like put a it on right dog. now. She really she's doing circus dog moves. Is she asking you for something? She just wants attention. Oh, Roxy slash wet food. I have a tutu that I put on her sometimes. <laughs> okay, give us some more punky facts. George Gaines, the the man that played the father uh, or the. Henry. Punky. Was best known for his role as uh, Commandant Lassard in the Police Academy movies. Interesting. I remember those. I don't remember that. I want to know, is he British? so not on top of this with the phone. You keep telling us one snippet of information (laughs) and throwing the phone away. It's like giving me the chocolate chips, but never giving me the whole cookie. Exactly. I mean, if I gave you the whole cookie, why would you come back for more? Because I like your cookies. <laughs> Fair enough. What, you don't like TVTropes.com? No. Like why are you not on Wikipedia? Favorite, oh. <laughs> so it was on NBC from 84 to 86 and syndicated from 87 to 88. I actually feel like it was in syndication longer than that. I'm going to argue with Wikipedia. So it was really only two years long and then it just repeated after that? Mm. Huh. Which probably is why we only remember like a certain amount of episodes. I remember like three. I was yeah. thinking, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty sure there was only five episodes. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. American sitcom. It ran on NBC from September 16, 1984 to March 9, 1986. It's so weird because it's so iconic. Uh, first syndication ran in 87. Uh, and then they had the cartoon because there was a cartoon. After which that. I thought was total bullshit. Yeah, I thought the cartoon was total. It ran from 85 to 86 on NBC probably in the morning. Do we want to do synopsis? Cast. Let's do some cast. George Gaines, which I just got to click on it because I have to see if he's from England or not. Because his voice. Oh, there's a glamour shot. Punky. <laughs> Punky. <laughs> Wait, he's still alive? He's 98. He's still alive. He's still alive. He's from Helsinki. Helsinki. Wow. Finland. Yeah, he's Finnish. But wrong on all accounts. Can you just do that one more time? Punky. <laughs> <laughs> I was like really thinking about it today. Betty Johnson, who was Sherry Johnson's mom? I thought it was like grandma. her grandma. Yeah, I was yeah. Just saying, wasn't she your grandma? Yeah. I think it was her grandma. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Johnson as played by Sherry Johnson. That's so cool. She's like, mm, I'll just be Sherry I Johnson. Mean, I mean, I can't answer to anything else, right? <laughs> what about like Tony Danza or Woody Harrelson? Although in the 80s? we're saying Sherry now, but for real, wasn't it Cherry? Oh, Cherry, Cherry. Yeah. Wasn't it? It was Cherry. It is Cherry. Yeah. Little. Dis- Cherry Johnson. Yeah. Which uh, kind of sounds like when you were a kid and you were supposed to find your porn name by like taking like <laughs> the street, like your middle your name favorite and the fruit. street that you were born on. Your favorite Which fruit and like a euphemism for Virginia penis. Virginia Cherry. Cherry Johnson? 
Perfect. That was my name. Virginia Which one? Cherry. Virginia Cherry. Well, technically, Virginia Jerome was the play, was the street that I lived on when I was born. But Your pet in your street? Mine is Rusty Coventry. Ooh. Wait, is it yeah. first pet, first street? Uh, ours was middle name, first street. But yeah, first pet. Pet name would probably be good. So I guess that would be like Sheba Cherry or Sheba Jerome. Oh, no. Mine's Oscar, Florida. Oh, I like it. It's dirty, dirty joint. I'm trying to think like what else specific to... I mean, I'm really shocked to hear that it was only on for two years, but not surprised. I mean, it did. It taught us a lot about how different families can look. Well, you know it what did actually. You know what else 80s. is coming to me about Punky Power? Punky Power means working for two years and then getting to live off of that fame for the rest of your life and not really do That's anything true. else. Punky Power. Did she do this motion like a raised fist I with Punky like, Power? I think that was Captain Planet. Okay. No, I'm not. I mean, s- a lot of people do this for power. White people. <laughs> Honky, maybe. I mean, it's a powerful. It's a powerful. Uh, was there like a, 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 a jump? Sorry about my dog trying to, <laughs> trying to make it. I didn't even notice. Knock down your podcasting Just equipment. Moved it. Um, I would say, I feel like, was there ever like a freeze jump at the end of an episode? Yes, yes. freeze jumps were a thing in the 80s. She's definitely had, did a lot of thumbs up. She did a lot of thumbs up in the, even in the trailer that we Yeah. Had. Not trailer, but the. Two thumbs up. Yeah. What was that called? The. Okay, opening credit. No, yeah, but what oh. we saw the theme song. Oh yeah, the theme. Yeah. She did a lot of two thumbs up. The okay. Thumbs. <laughs> 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 We're calling them the okay thumbs from now on. How are your thumbs? Okay. okay. <laughs> Some thumbs are great. Some are just kind of okay. You know? Hey. hey. <laughs> Is this everything we learned from Punky? I learned that you didn't have to be a cute blonde in the eighties to be cute as a child. That's true. She was one of the one of the only brunettes that had like a lot of uh, spunk, a lot of clout. Her and, yeah. her and Alyssa Milano. Okay, listen, we're gonna have small to go sideways. Wonder. We're gonna have to talk about Alyssa. Mil- oh God! Well, wait, but then you just said small wonder. Small wonder. She, I mean, she's uh, from Reading. She, I know her. Small wonder. She was a brunette. She was I mean, a brunette robot. Brunette robot. Yeah. Forgot about small I mean, wonder. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Alyssa Milano because I know you need to. I think the new question is, what is your root? I don't know why we didn't. I think my root is Alyssa Milano. Yeah. I actually From would like make people call me Samantha. Really? Yeah, I would make people call me Samantha. Samantha, not Sam. You know, you got to ease them into a whole new name. Okay. <laughs> I'd make people call me Samantha, and then I have the same blue high tops that she had, and then I would like try to make my hair like feather out like in that really 80s way but i had like really thin hair so it would never do anything cool but it was that typical queer like do i like her or do i want to kiss her face (laughs) or all do i want to be her did you watch who's the boss uh a little bit who was the boss it's hard to know mona Mona was the boss. You're right. Mona was the boss. Judith Light. Judith, Judith Light was the boss. Who played Mona? Oh. But I think you're right that Mona was the boss. She shows up on everything. Everything is Raymond? No, that's not a show. <laughs> <laughs> it should be a show. Everything is Raymond. Oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> That's like, that's actually a really great name for a show. Like a, Everything is like Raymond. A weird early two thousands mashup. Like like the scary Are you movies. Raymond? I am. <laughs> scary is movie. that Raymond? It is. Am I Raymond? I am. Raymond. Raymond. How do you do his voice? How do you do his voice? It's like God. It's like I can't do his voice. Holy, holy man, beautiful, holy mammoth voice. 
Raymond, Raymond, you gotta go. You gotta go like in your throat. Raymond. Hi. What's the wife's name? Burka. Did you just call his wife Burka? I know that's not what you said. Oh my god. Evie, Evie's crying tears, which I wish you guys could see. be a lot funnier to us than it's gonna be. Are you kidding? People are glad they've listened this long to get to everything is Raymond. <laughs> here's the here's the challenge to you guys. I'm putting it out there. Guys, I need a theme song to the show that is everything is Raymond. So someone please, someone with musical talent, email me. You know where to find me. Do you? Deanne and no more radio.com. Email me a little something. It could just be you singing a cappella acapella what is everything is raymond do you, will you take kazoo entries <gasps> kazoo of course i will do you have a kazoo i have a my one of my friends is a very skilled kazoo artist i hope they're listening <laughs> uh, they will be please send everything please send me a theme song to everything is raymond <laughs> raymond <laughs> just, i lost it i lost it, it just I says it. his own name over and over Raymond. It's like when you clone a clone with a clone, it like becomes a little dumb. Everything is Raymond. I would also like to put on the record that we are not high right now. I wanted to beforehand, and I kept forgetting to mention it. Oh, God damn it. Well, we might be after. I think I'm high on life right now. Raymond. We got to throw this in the trash. We got to do it again. All right. Well, we sh- probably should wrap it up because we were going to go meet up with friends. Yeah, <sighs> Um, exercise our route and be temporarily lesbians. Yes, we're going to a temporary pop-up lesbian bar, basically under your house. It's basically under my house. Yeah, so we'll go. We'll go do that. We'll go be Portland queers for a minute. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, we're gonna have to come back. The real question should have been, Evie, what is your route? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it could be. A lot. And we're still exploring it. It could be anything. We're still exploring <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll come back to Evie in ten years. <laughs> okay. Ellie can't even breathe right now. Oh, I peed out of my eyes. (laughs) And on that note, thank you guys so much for joining me. Thanks, Deanne. Ellie, would you like to say goodbye? Thank you. Thank you for listening to us be ridiculous. Goodbye, everyone. Smoke pop before you listen to this. (laughs) It's too late. It's too late. Go back in time. Everything is Raymond. (laughs) Guys, that was it. We did it. We invented everything is Raymond. And do you know what? I'm not joking about wanting a theme song to that. Someone please send me a theme song. I I feel like everything is Raymond is a commentary about the patriarchal structure of sitcoms in general. Thank you guys so much for listening. Let's hurry up and thank everybody that we need to thank. Evie and Allie made this one happen. Mike Carozza, you know that guy. He did the intro-outro music. Paula Flalo, greatest man in my life. Charlie Sneaker made the cartoon. You know Charlie Sneaker. And of course, you guys for listening. Have I thanked you yet? Thank you so much for listening. And thank you to Patrick World for making the beautiful Learn a Thing theme song, which we didn't hear this episode because we learned so many things already. Oh, guys, and if you want to go over to iTunes and give this thing a five-star rating, chuck up a review, please do. Helps helps spread the word i'd appreciate it and if you are in toronto and you want to come to bad dog theater on monday october 26th jess solomon and i have a wonderful show going on there called solomon and smith kick it it's monthly catch it this october 26th eight o'clock bad dog theater you guys are the best
So don't this worry about it. This is the part that's getting edited out. <laughs> 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 oh, I wish there was a video now. 